0: Cuckoo! Judith here on the Your Native Language is Your Superpower podcast. Today I'll be sharing the secret to arriving at your language sessions feeling fabulous and leaving your sessions feeling fabulous. Let's get started. It will be completely normal for you to turn up to your very first language session. Well, in fact, any subsequent language session, but particularly in the beginning, feeling a combination of excitement and nerves. But there is one thing that I absolutely refuse for you to feel at the end of your first session. And that is being self-critical. Do you do that? Do you tend to be very critical of yourself and your performances in whatever arena that may happen to be? I know it's really common. And I have the secret to arriving at your language sessions feeling fabulous and leaving your sessions feeling fabulous. And that secret, you want to know what it is? Here it is. The secret is to approach your sessions with an attitude of experimentation and fascination. Yep, this is exactly the way that you're going to arrive with just the right mindset for you to enjoy the experience and for you to come out feeling really good no matter what the reaction of the children. So here's the thing, we are going to have times when we just know that our sessions are a real hit. The kids are super engaged, they're laughing, they're playing, they're saying our words and you just you just know it. When you hit it right, you know that you hit it right and it is the best feeling. There'll be other times that despite All of your plans, you may go in with the best plan, having a wonderful game you want to play with some activities, maybe a song, maybe a book, maybe some dancing, some music, any combination of the above. And then when you turn up, you'll find that your game may just fall a bit flat. I promise you, I've had this experience enough times to know. And when that happens, it's really easy to walk away saying really silly things to ourselves like oh my gosh i'm so silly why did i do it that way the kids are not going to like it they won't want to come back the parents are not going to be happy all these sorts of comments that i've heard people say to themselves when they leave even sometimes after they've had wonderfully successful years of enchanting the children it's just that isn't it funny that no matter how brilliantly we can perform anything, the thing that often we'll pick out, that will stay with us, is the one thing that we think we did poorly. And that sort of reaction serves absolutely no purpose whatsoever. So now imagine how you could feel if you approach every single session that you go into with the idea of it being an experiment, This really is one of the most helpful tips that I can share with you. Have this attitude of experimentation, you know, kind of like a science experiment. Remember being at school and doing science? Science seriously was not my thing. Maybe it was yours. But what I do remember is the concept of a scientific experiment, as in you're going to try something with a sense of fascination about what the result will be. Curiosity. I wonder how this is going to turn out. So let's try this ingredient and then let's add that ingredient and see what happens. Maybe it's going to explode. Maybe it's going to turn green. Maybe it's going to turn into gold. You know, it's just that the curiosity and fascination with wanting to see What's going to happen when I do this? If we go in to our language sessions feeling that, then nothing that happens during that time, no reactions that the children give us, nothing that we say or do is open to any sort of criticism because we're going to come away with that same sense of having learned something, of having discovered, having discovered something. Oh my gosh, I did this and the children laughed what did I do? What did I do in that precise moment that made the children laugh? I'm going to do that again. So it's the sort of thing you want to, that mental, that thought pattern you want to take with you while you're in your sessions. For example, if the children do laugh straight away, register that in your mind, what you did to make them laugh, because that can then become part of your routine. And that's very much what happened to me. So a lot of the games that I play were kind of randomly played in the beginning. And then according to the children's reactions, they did form a routine. So they became something that every time I go in to play a certain game that I've done many times, I know exactly how I'm going to play it. I know exactly the words I'm going to use. And I can pretty much guarantee the result I'm going to get from the children. Why? Why? because I've registered what worked. I've registered the children's suggestions that they've made. And this happens a lot. Often the kids will, will be in the middle of the game and they'll say, hey, why don't we do it like this? Or they'll just throw in a word or a reaction. You go, Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I'm going to use that now and and also next time. So yes, it's registering all of the things that worked really well and then Consciously doing the same thing next time you play the game. And what consequently happens is it does become a bit of a routine. And before you know it, you're using words, you're using actions, gestures, facial expressions, comments, storyline that you know what the results will be. You know what the reactions will be because each time you do it that way, no matter what the group is, no matter where they are, No matter what their background is, the reaction is pretty much guaranteed to be the same. So then you have this whole little performance, little show of a game, and it becomes very natural for you to do it that way because you've just paid attention to what works and that's stuck in your mind. So you've done it again next time. And it's the same with things that fall flat. If you try something that doesn't get a reaction... It's that same sense of curiosity. Oh my gosh, I wonder why. What did I do? Or what didn't I do to create that reaction? How can I do it differently next time? What could I add? What could I take away? Could I do it faster? Could I do it slower? Could I say things in a different way? Could I encourage the children to have turns in different ways? Were the kids all going crazy? Why? Did I get them too excited? How did I get them too excited? How do I make sure that doesn't happen again? These sorts of how and what questions, which you'll hear me reference regularly, are what help us to create results that we want. So as we're leaving those sessions, the things that did work, the things that didn't work, we come away still feeling fabulous because, hey, We created an experiment, we saw a result. Now we can go and tweak those ingredients, the ingredients that we used within that experiment to create a different result next time so that the next time you play the same game, you can come out with a different result. Well, how did it work this time? Oh, that was so much better because I changed this. I tweaked that. It's just that whole point of view Of being curious and fascinated and treating the whole thing like an experiment and just being delighted with whatever the results are. Delighted because you have discovered something. Something that allows you to develop your techniques and your style and create something that works beautifully every time. You see, it totally eliminates any room for self-criticism. It's a completely different attitude and this attitude will allow you to arrive feeling fabulous and to leave feeling fabulous and come back next time and do an even better job get and create more engagement more laughs get the children saying more of your words in your language all of these all of these little intentions that increase and improve every time why because we didn't criticize ourselves, because we were fascinated with ourselves and we were fascinated with the children's reactions and enthusiastic about how we use those next time. So some of the techniques that you use for one game, you will be able to recreate in a different game You're not going to turn up and do the same game every week for a month to perfect it. No. The games I play, we play regularly. We play every so often, especially there are some that the children will ask for. Oh, can we play that pirate game again? That was really fun. Okay, I'll bring it back again. I don't mind what we're playing as long as the children are happy, as as long as they're enthusiastic, as long as they're saying the French words and they're loving it and they're intrigued and they're laughing and they want to keep doing it. That's my goal, to inspire them. I don't care if we come back and play the same game again. But sure, I'm not going to play the same game every week. But what I discover from one game can be transferred to a different game. I did something that made them laugh. Huh, how can I do that again in this game? What can I add that same sort of humor in a different way with a different subject line with a different game to create laughter? So you just transfer the little things that you learn. What did I say that made them all say those words? I got them all all talking to me in my language. That was so wonderful. How did I make that happen? Or if they didn't, if they were having fun, they were smiling, but they really weren't speaking my words, how can I make that happen? And then you go out and you try something to get it to happen. And then you become that becomes a habit. And then you know something. You've discovered something. Do you see how this can totally work and completely reframe your mindset and your enjoyment? It just totally ups the level of your enjoyment because you're going in with that attitude and you're leaving with that attitude and feeling happy that you've discovered something. Trust me, even those times that feel like it's been flat and we just haven't managed to engage the children the way we want to, or maybe they've been super distracted. There are a zillion things, a zillion different components that create something that you feel that worked really well. And a lot of that just depends on the children's energy in the day. There are a number of different podcast episodes that we could use to cover each aspect of those. But right now, the point being that. Even if it feels like you had a bit of a flat session, surprisingly, the children come back and they want to come back. I really haven't heard of a situation where something just where the children didn't want to come back and the parents weren't happy. And you know what? You'll be surprised with how many words go in those children's minds or how many parts of our session that we didn't really pay much attention to but the children have gone home and they've mentioned it to their mums and dads or they've come back next week saying oh remember when this happened or they've remembered a word that you just did not think was going to go into their brains and they've just said it spontaneously so really and truly even if you feel like a session was a bomb (laughs) kids come back and they they love things that we don't think they're going to love and each week you'll improve, each session you'll improve, each session you'll gain more engagement, more laughter, more words, and it just ends up being super fun, the whole experience. So I encourage you to look at it, at. you're in it for the long term, you're not in it just for a couple of sessions to see how it goes, because hey, you're not going to do your best work in those first few sessions, even knowing a whole bunch of techniques that I can share with you. To make that first, to pretty much guarantee that you're going to have a successful first session, you're still not going to be your very best because experience improves who we are and how we do things. That's the same with everything. So that's my tip for today. Please take it to heart because it will up your enjoyment so much and you will arrive feeling fabulous and you will leave feeling fabulous. If you haven't joined my free discovery hub yet, well, come on over. Just go to Cocorico World. That's C O C O R I C O World dot com, and click on the Training Hub tab. The Discovery Hub is perfect for exploring this idea of running your very own language sessions. So you may have some some doubts about whether or not you're capable, where you would start. Maybe you think your English is not very good yet and that might hold you back. might think it's a great idea, but you're not feeling very confident. Do you need to be a teacher? Do you need to have a language qualification? All of these doubts and questions are answered for free over in the Hub. There's a beautiful PDF you can go through. There are quiz questions to help you to make a decision as you go through. It's really cool. I love this. I'm I'm proud of what I've set up here because it really allows you to look at the idea and just evaluate for for yourself whether it's something you'd really like to to go into further. I've got some videos up there, some five-minute superpower tips to really help encourage your confidence to move further. So anyway, it's really fun. Jump on in and join the hub for free and have a look around and explore this idea for yourself. And I will see you in the next episode. Allez, bisous. See you next time. Ciao, ciao. Bye, bye.